welcome to Clear Horror High. Hosted by Chris Vecchio and Nikki Jack. Welcome back to Queer Horror High, where we're queer, we love horror, and we're really fucking high. I'm Chris, and I'm a queer Gemini demon. And I'm Nikki, um, and I'm here to put the horror in horror, but honestly, you guys, don't call me right now. Like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not really trying to be a horror right now. It's just a little cute catchphrase, do not approach me. Thank you. Um, but anyways, hey y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Don't approach me neither. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, hey friend, how you doing? I'm good. Um, I had a bizarre day. We already talked about it before the show. I'm not yeah. going to repeat all of it, but it has to do with religion, so you know it's fun. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> fuck that. Uh, I did not think I would have religious pressure in my life. <laughs> Now it's crazy because the Church of Scientology is hiring in San Francisco if anybody's out of work, and I almost applied, but then I realized that there, it was just like because you guys know I'm I've always said that like I would be one of the first people to join a cult or start a cult, but more than anything, I would be definitely be looking to join. And the Scientology one is just like I can't afford all that, but I feel like if you work there, that's how you pay. Do you get a discount on your e-meter readings if yeah. you work there? <laughs> discount code Zenu. You know, everybody make sure you, you use my code on the next books. <laughs> Where is the Zenu themed amusement park? I will be a Scientologist then. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> what? I said I don't want to eat crepes. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, y'all, don't worry about all that side chatter. Uh, what's the high tea? <laughs> the high tea. Um, I am getting really high because of aforementioned religious bullshit. So I am currently smoking on some Kush cake. I don't remember what the fuck is in it. I'm pretty sure it's an indica leaning hybrid. The weed that I just ordered and showed up right before we started recording is purple Kush cake. So I'm sure it's the same thing, just more berry-ish because that's all that really means it smells fucking good we love that i'm also about to spark up this 2.5 gram blunt a lemon cherry runts heavily medicated luxury pre-roll with live resin that's a lot of fucking words that's but, a mouthful um, which is exactly mm-hmm. where you're gonna have both the sandwich when you're done with that Oh my god, yeah, because it's also got 0.3 grams of extract, it's got a glass tip, this shit was 35 fucking dollars, I better be real high in the middle of this episode. (laughs) Hell yeah, you better go to the moon. I shall be going. So what are you smoking on? I don't know. It's a bunch (laughs) of, it's a bunch of hash. I have a fuck ton of just pure hash that I've been collecting from work. So it's got like, there's like holy moly hash. There's fucking dark karma, six cents. There's the most recent one I've been smoking is this animal face. Um, and 
when you want to smoke flour, but just like a little heavier hit of flour, just straight hash ball, mm-hmm. that'll take you there. And it's taken me there, y'all. Um, I just need to give myself a little break from the dabs, even though I'm going to do a dab in a second. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the break is ending now. <laughs> <laughs> It's because I didn't have butane fluid for a while, but my roommate mm-hmm. has some, so now that I have that, uh, <laughs> break's over. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, today we're finally, we are finally following up with our word. We got tired of talking about it, and now we finally put to talk about it. What movie are we doing, Chris? Child's Play 2. Why yeah. the fuck did I say it like that? I don't that? know. <laughs> I used to say it like that. We we just high. Anyways, but yeah, <laughs> y'all, we're finally doing Child's Play too. We know that this is like Nikki's favorite franchise. Um, like Friday the Thirteenth is Chris's. I fucking go up for some Child's Play, and I think the first uh, episode. Hmm. Not first episode. The first. The first Child's Play. We yeah, did? yeah, episode? yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. The first that one is my favorite. Is one of my favorites because I was also mad at my ex at the time and like twenty minutes from. Re- Prior to recording, I had just, like, cussed him out. And I think I put him on a Scientology mailing list. (laughs) (laughs) And I I glitter-bombed him. I glitter-bombed, like, all my exes. But him, I glitter-bombed twice within, like, a week and a half. I glitter-bombed him on his birthday. And I (laughs) glitter-bombed him, I guess, when somebody in his family died. (laughs) 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 I didn't know that. I didn't know that until later. And he was like, you fucking... He's like, and then I didn't even call you and tell you, but such and such died that day. And I was like, oh, sucks. <laughs> At least oh. you had a little, a little pizzazz with your news. But, um, yeah, anyways, after I was done causing terrorism, <laughs> uh, yeah, we got to record that episode. And it was really fun. And that episode's funny. And Child's Play is just like a good franchise. Yeah, I actually think if I... If I look back on it, it might be my favorite franchise. I think everyone associates me with Friday the 13th because I was born on Friday the 13th and I never shut the fuck up about it. But um, I don't think that it's a fantastic set of films, truly. The Child's Play set of films is definitely more consistent. The only one that I remember being a blemish is maybe Seed of Chucky. Yeah, that doesn't exist. At first. yeah. But I do want to go back and revisit the camp value of it, like the same way that people go back and reevaluate showgirls. <laughs> like, I do feel like maybe there's something there. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, queer-coded shit in. Mm-hmm. After Bride of Chucky, it got really gay. It got, like, really... Bride of Chucky, like, leaned into it being gay as hell. Mm-hmm. You know? They did, yeah. They had a gay character. Alexis Arquette was there. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot going on. So, shout-out to... Uh, Charles E. Ray doing the goddamn thing. But yeah, do you want to give us the IMDB? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got it right. Okay. Not IMBD. Not IBS or IBM. I, mean, I always think not big dicks, not big dicks, not big dicks. Because it's like, <laughs> I am big dick energy, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But... The IMDB description for Child's Play 2 is, while Annie's mother is admitted to a psychiatric hospital, the young boy is placed in foster care and Chucky, determined to claim Andy's soul, is not far behind. This movie is directed by John Lafia. Um, I don't know who that is. So, you know, I hope you had a great career, John. You probably didn't. <laughs> All we know is this movie, so... 
<laughs> yeah. Hey, you got to direct this, so good for you. I know. Yeah. That's a, that's a resume banger right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So right off the top, we zoom into this burnt ass doll, and it's like where we left off because we gotta remember it. that girl was on fire. burnt chucky to a crisp and now we're like in a restoration period it's like why will we bring this cursed ass doll back to life and we get that we get like the the burnt ass doll in a room in a lab and it's like all these white men so you already know off top bad idea okay sinister shit is going on here yeah yeah bad as hell and they're restoring the chucky doll and they're all aware of like what happened because you're like why the fuck are they restoring this doll but no they're all aware that this is a cursed ass doll that it committed murders blah 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 blah. and they're still like no keep going though keep put the eyes in and clean the teeth they show us several shots of the teeth being cleaned i'm like did we need more than one of that I know, and the, and the teeth be looking like some of y'all the deers these days. It's like, oh. yeah, just like real like mice eater teeth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that that's what those are called. Those are mice eater teeth. The kid who bites you in class teeth. Yeah. It's, yes, exactly. Yeah. Those kids are mice eaters because they're so tiny, and it's like you can't eat a whole ass chicken with those little niblet teeth. No, those are no. for eating mice. No, but yeah, of course it naturally goes wrong. As they're trying to put all the parts together. One nigga, what did he do? They're putting the eyes in at one point after, like, the Mr. Sullivan investor guy. Where is he? The president of this company, Playpals. So they go to put the eyes in, but, like, the... The soul of Chucky is still inside the doll. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's able to fucking, you know, ominous, spooky voodoo shit happens, y'all. But yeah, this nigga gets electrocuted and boom, it's a bad 90s electrocution too. Like the like, uh. Oh my God. The little like lightning, the terrible special effects, the yeah. lightning special effects. Also, yeah. the, the blood on his face looks like red crayon. <laughs> like when you melt a red crayon. Yeah, it looks <laughs> just like that. We're just like, okay. But yeah. And then of course we get to Andy. Is he, he's in a fucking... He's in a foster home at this point, just traumatized. Yeah, none of these people believe him. But, like, would you? He's saying that Chucky tried to take his soul, and they don't care. Yeah, they don't care. They're like, okay, well, sorry that happened to you, baby. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) you know? So, like, the head of the company tells his assistant after that guy died, this is how you know, evil white men, um, to not say a word to anyone, and he basically threatens him, too. Yeah. And yeah. he's like, so what am I supposed to do with this doll? Because they're just left with Chucky sitting there with the same janky flat ironed ginger wig. And he's <laughs> like, stick it up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the, the social worker at the foster care center? Yeah. I don't even know. I don't know. Group home? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it is some, some group home. Is Grace Poole, a.k.a. Grace Zabriskie, who's in some David Lynch movie. She's a great horror actress. She is, yeah. But she is not a great doctor. I have notes on this throughout my notes that, like, every adult in this movie is terrible at what they're supposed to do. Their job, yeah. They're, none of them can do anything right at all. <laughs> not not <laughs> and, a single soul. 
Yeah, she just thinks that he's come up with this fantasy of the doll to cope with the murders. And I'm like, if you're acknowledging that Charles Lee Ray existed, he was dead before all of those murders that happened by the doll. So, like, how could you attribute any of the murders to him but deny anything that Andy's saying? It doesn't make any fucking sense. At all. It's so convoluted. Um, And it's like, you're not suited for the job that you have. Just like when we find out the same thing with the dad later. Oh my god, yeah. But yeah, so you could tell Andy's also just hella exhausted running his story back all the time, constantly. I would be so tired and over it, just being like, yo, this doll possessed me, or just trying <laughs> to possess me, you guys, you have no idea! Like, he does this whole little ritual, he's always coming from my ankles, he laughs <laughs> onto my back. You're like the eighth adult that I told you guys, always told me, if something ever happened to you, make sure you tell an adult. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you an adult, you guys don't give a fuck, you think that I'm crazy because it's a doll, and then wait till he kills you, and now you feel stupid. And he bites. Chucky's a fucking ankle-biting little bastard. He's a biter and a stabber, like me, Ugh. which is also why I really think I like him, because I've always said if I had to kill someone, it would be through stabbing. Good to know. It's personal. You mean it. So you'd be killing someone that you know well. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> if you shoot somebody, yeah, I could kill anybody, and that's just, like, lazy, aimless, like, that's just violence for no reason type of shit, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And if you have bad target, you just kill, like... You mean to shoot this person when you accidentally shoot this person? It's loud. After watching enough episodes of Women Who Kill on Lifetime, if you stab someone multiple times, you're going to have a really hard time proving that you didn't do that on purpose. Yeah. If you shoot someone in the heat of the moment, it's like, uh, it's a crime of passion. I dropped the gun and it went off on its own. I got really heated and lost my cool for one second, but you don't stab someone 73 times. (laughs) On accident. On accident, or like, because you got mad for two seconds. Yeah. Like, you meant Meant that that shit. It took a while. Yeah. Like, you probably really hurt yourself stabbing Uh someone that many Uh times. Uh Uh-huh. OJ, looking at you. Um, no such thing as a defense wound. No, that that wrist hasn't been the same since 94. Yeah, real talk. (laughs) But yeah, Andy's super traumatized telling the story constantly. Um, And for whatever reason, my notes say Patty face smile. Oh, you know why? Because Andy has this, he looks like a little hamburger patty when he smiles. Like, I don't know how to describe it. Like, (laughs) Does his teeth look like poppy seeds? (laughs) No, he just has this like really round, like pancakey, patty cake face ass, like face and i i don't know what it means like and he still has that like 26 year old french lesbian haircut (laughs) that he had in the first movie that like dorothy hamill bowl i think i said dorothy hamill in the first episode because it just looks like her he's figure skating in 1978 (laughs) smoking a cigarette and he smokes in this movie so it lines up oh he does yeah that that bad influence that that french hair (laughs) (laughs) but the adoption agencies be lying like shit because she was trying to convince the parents that he's fine and Bitch, you know he's not good. <laughs> you no. know he's not good. She's like in the room talking to these potential parents, and the parents are obviously hesitant and like, well, are you sure? And she's like, yeah, no, everything's good. <laughs> 
And also the mom is vaguely British. She's British one second, <laughs> and the next second she's not. I had to look it up. <laughs> is she British? The actor Jenny Agutter is British. So okay. Like, okay, she just couldn't mask it the whole she time. She couldn't do it. She's no Damson Idris. No, and she's in a lot of horror movies too. So I you know. Yeah. She's in a lot of things. She's she's been in some shit. Damn bitch, re British then or whatever. Yeah, just stick with your accent. You don't need to be American. Unless she wasn't trying to, and maybe her accent just sounds muddled to me, and I'm just totally shading her actual accent. I don't fucking care. Yeah, girl. Well, clean it up delicious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So many Flavor of Love references. I was listening to a couple of our episodes lately because I never really listened to them because I hate hearing the sound of my own voice. Preach. But we make so many, like, mid-90s to mid-2000s reality tv hip-hop <laughs> references on this show <laughs> like we've talked about flavor of love we talk about city high we talk about uh, bone thugs <laughs> 702 Maya. mr cheeks <laughs> <laughs> mr. mystical cheeks. we did talk about mr cheeks oh my god Ugh, so uh, many references Lumi d <laughs> uh, the fact oh, that she can't sing she can never sing girl oh god God, I've been listening to that song, um, You and Me by Cassie. You know, P. Diddy's wife from, like, the, I, in the mid-2000s? Okay, that was not his wife. And that's why she moved on and actually married a nigga and had a baby with somebody who wanted to be with her. For real, for real. Okay, so were they not actually married? No! Okay. Well, I don't know why I thought that they were. Because it made sense. I like that song. Is it You and Me or Me and You? Me and You. Me and You. Uh. I can wait and You know why? Because of Ryan Leslie. Cassie mm-hmm. and Ryan Leslie were the dream team. I love uh Isa Long Way to Go is my shit. Oh yeah. The Did Boys you know, is my yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. It's a good album. That first album was cute. <laughs> it's the only. Cassie it's just the couldn't only. sing. She could whisper her little ass off. And it was just like she was a sweet girl from Connecticut. We wanted mm-hmm. her to win, and she did win in the long run. It's the long run because she still has she has a, a gorgeous baby and a. I think she has two kids now and a fucking fine ass husband, and he loves her down. You Good know? for you. And you have that one album from two thousand six. It is great. She might got two. She might okay. have two. I hope she's got more than one. But that debut album was great. I really like it, and it's no one ever talks about it. Yeah, enough people. If you know, you know, you know. Okay. Cassie, we don't always remember her for her music the way we remember her for her fashion. And that's okay. Because mm-hmm. you know what? We remember her. We speak her name. She made a whole generation of girls shave their heads. And I'm one of them. She did. Oh, yeah. The She did uh-huh. the side panel. Mm-hmm. She did uh-huh. do that really early on. She did uh-huh. it before Skrillex did yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> everyone thought she looked the fuck crazy. Because she literally shaved. Like, it was like half and half shaved. You know? Not just like a pee, <laughs> your <Yeah>. sideburn. <laughs> yeah, or an undercut. Nah, that bitch was going all the way in for it. And I love that. And yeah, shout out to Cassie. Cassie was not in this. So I guess we'll just keep- <laughs> <laughs> we're just adding another mid 90s to mid 2000s reality TV slash hip hop reference. I know. To the repertoire. We need to call this episode Long Way to Go because we got a long way to go to get to the goddamn point of the fucking movie. <sighs> But, yeah, so the foster parents are Phil and Joanne. Joanne is vaguely British. Phil looks like a child molester. I don't know. I forget who this actor is. I've seen him in plenty of movies. I'm not looking it up right now because I hate this character. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. (laughs) 
But yeah, um, Grace, the social worker, keeps insisting that Andy's fine after just describing this elaborate cockamamie fantasy he allegedly came up with to cope with Charles Lee Ray murdering people. Like, those two things are non sequitur. You can't say that thing and then say this after that he's totally fine. Mm-hmm. But you can tell right away that Phil does not want this fucking kid. And on the way to take him from the foster place to their house, he almost drives directly into a fucking Play Pals toys truck and almost kills them all. <laughs> on his first day out. <laughs> I'm like five minutes out the gate. You're scaring the shit out of this kid who's been so traumatized. He has like no idea like what's in speed. He's like, oh my God, new life. I can't wait. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere, the, the all of the trauma at once, everything everywhere at once. <laughs> trauma, trauma, trauma. Just like Jamie Lee Curtis was just like, this movie's about trauma for Halloween. I'm talking about <laughs> yeah. trauma. Trauma, trauma, trauma. This really is about trauma. Um, I'm not sure how well it discusses trauma, but it's entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, what's not entertaining is the foyer to the house that these disgusting people live in. This interior is ghastly. It is Pepto-Bismol pink faux wood paneling with like dark powder blue trim and stairs i my i can't compute it if your grandparents hosted a gender reveal (laughs) like (laughs) and also we're having like a precious moments porcelain doll like swap meat situation trade show it looks like antiques roadshow exploded it was so ugly. It's so ugly. And they were so, like, territorial about the fucking trinkets and garbage around the house. Yeah, Andy goes to, like, touch one of the dolls, <laughs> and the mom's like, no, 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 no. We don't touch. I'm like, this shit is ugly and tacky. But, like, whoever designed the interior of this house deserves to spend eternity in a room with nothing else but scorpions and Andy Dick. <laughs> because... <laughs> The scorpions to bite you and Andy Dick to annoy the shit out of you until you either kill yourself or him. Or harass Um, you, yeah. Yeah. The only good thing Andy Dick ever did was his impression of Daphne Aguilera. (laughs) Oh (laughs) my god, the hot pink leather pants! (laughs) Yeah, Naughty Baby did a no-no. It's so That ugly thong. Yeah, every time that Daphne Aguilera would hawk a loogie, she'd be like, don't step on that. (laughs) And I... That now, goddamn! I hate that I have an Andy Dickism, but you know, yeah, it's a Daphne Aguilaraism. <laughs> I loved uh, Nick Swartzen for a while. We all have our problematic uh, gay phase. Yeah, uh, Andy Dick, I think, still says he's straight. No, I think he said he's gay. Oh, did like, he? Honestly, yeah. I don't even. Did he finally? I think I mean, he finally did say he was gay. He probably did. Thank you for Daphne Aguilera. Um, the goodbye. rest can go fuck off. Yeah, thank you. Goodbye. But if I were Andy and I was walking into this fucking hideous ass house, I would just run right back to the foster center because mm-hmm. that is far less depressing than this fucking mess. Yeah, for sure that. But Andy walks in on his, I guess, new foster sister, Kyle, smoking a ciggy. Um, she's like a teenage girl. She's been there for three weeks and she's like a typical like late 80s, early 90s bad girl. She's got like a black biker hat on. She's got red lipstick to tell you that she's a whore. 
And her style is like Harley Davidson meets Queen Latifah. Because for some reason, there's a slight bit of like hip hoppiness to the way that she's like styling herself. Yeah. She looks like uh, Wesley Snipes in New Jack City. She looks like like Nino Brown. (laughs) But this fucking mom, Joanne, is trying to bond with Kyle and be like, you need to cook dinner with us because you don't spend time with this fucking family. And Kyle's like, I have to work. And I'm like, yeah, the red lipstick definitely says that you are a working girl. Mama yeah. needs to get paid, Joanne. Like, so I am I not going to sit here and make fucking dinner. And you know that whatever they're making is disgusting and saltless. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's British. This. Yeah. Bland. <laughs> it's slop on the fucking plate with, like, a random sausage. Yeah, that's that's most British food. <laughs> but um, Joanne shows Andy to his room and she's like, I bet blue is your favorite color. I'm like, you heteronormative bitch. Yeah, like, shut the fuck up. His favorite color could be orange. It's 1990. Of course, they're going to assume that he likes blue. But this is where I'm like, these people had one fucking job and they failed because Andy goes in the closet and like seconds after walking in there, a good guy doll falls off the top shelf onto his like, face and scares the shit out of him. He was going for the skateboard and got more fucking tr- PTSD. The only thing that has essentially traumatized this kid, like tangibly so, is this fucking doll. And you couldn't even get rid of the one that you have in the house. Just you the suck. one. And then she was like, oh my God, Andy, I'm so sorry. And it's like, bitch, are you? Are you really sorry? They just feel like they were not prepared for this child. Why are they having another one? Like, not even having. Why are they fostering a second child? They don't even seem to fucking like the first one. The daddy not fucking with kids at all. And he never should have had, like, been with her. I think she pressured him into a family. And then Mm -hmm. he was like, I mean, I guess, bitch. And then they got one. He took it for the tax breaks. I'm yeah. sure you got a lot of tax breaks fostering kids in your house. He a white man in the what? Early 90s, late 80s? Of course he was looking at any way he could get pinch a penny for his coke habit. Oh, yeah, for sure. Coke his and Jordan, vodka. Jordan Belfort coke habit. Yeah. <laughs> Lighting candles in his ass. So, um, <laughs> so then we cut to Matson who is the assistant to the owner of the Playpals company who got told to stick the doll up his ass. Mm -hmm. So he is leaving work and he throws Chucky in his back seat. It's pouring rain, so you know some shit's going to go down. Uh, I love that he he stops to get vodka for his two-week anniversary with some woman he's on the phone with. (laughs) So he stops at the liquor store and Chucky gets in his files and calls the foster home looking for Andy's shit. And the alarm goes off in the car, so Matson has to go back and doesn't even notice that Chucky is in a totally different position than he was before. Yep, yep. Dumbass. So he drives away and Chucky pulls a gun on him immediately and forces him to drive to a secluded parking lot. And Chucky's like, now park this piece of shit. So I'm <laughs> glad to see that he is still consistently a funny asshole. <laughs> right? He do- he doesn't lose the touch. That's who he is. At the heart and the core, he's still cool as fuck. You know what I mean? He's a smart ass. <laughs> yeah. A wise guy. Mm-hmm. Ew, I do not want to get these damn crepes. <laughs> just on the menu. <laughs> I'm going to cut all of that out that we just said except the crepe part, and it's going to be so random. <laughs> I, I 
love it. Back to the goddamn movie, because fuck okay. these crepes. I'm not. How do I say no to crepes? I prefer donuts. Oh, me <gasps> That's too. what I'm gonna say. I'm not a crap hoe. I'm a donut hoe. Yeah. <laughs> if you want this hoe, you are gonna give me a donut, okay? <laughs> if you want my hole, <laughs> give me a donut hole. So Chucky says to the guy, now park this piece of shit. Oh, yeah. And I love that Chucky is just, like, reading this motherfucker in the last moments of his life. He like, is. Chucky doesn't give a fuck about anyone. And he ran his phone bill up. Because, you know, them car phones is expensive. Oh, for sure. Like that bitch in the birdcage. You know she was <laughs> ringing up that phone bill on that bridge. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, shout out to Christine Baranski. That is a good one. I, you know, that's one of my like top five favorite movies of all time. It's definitely my top five most nostalgic movies. I love. Oh the yeah, Age. the first time I saw it, I was like uh, maybe seven or eight when mm-hmm. that movie came out. Maybe nine. I don't remember. I was a kid the first time I saw that movie though, because my mom used mm-hmm. to love all that shit. It was so weird. My mom was like super Jesus, but she loved gay people, and like I saw two Wong Fu. Mm-hmm. I saw, um, I used to watch. Oh, Chiwon Fu. I told you I used to watch Queer as Folk with her. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. <laughs> like. <laughs> There's nudity in that, isn't there? They be fucking and dying yeah. and, and killing and shooting and doing drugs. And we yeah. are both hooked. I told you I used to watch Six Feet Under with my mom. That's why I'm so dramatic and emotional. Like, <laughs> I'm such a, like, black Daria. But, um, yeah, I don't know how we got here. Mean. Oh, the phone. The phone. The phone. The phone. phone. (laughs) Okay. So, uh, yeah. So after that, Chucky ties him up and shoots him in the head, but it's a water gun. Yeah. And they both laugh for a second, but then Chucky actually suffocates his ass with a plastic fucking bag. (laughs) So bye. I love how he kills with toys too. Like, he keeps using toys to like like tie people up, kill people, Mm -hmm. stuff people. It's crazy and fun. Whimsical, maybe. It is whimsical. It's kind of like the, the darker version of that movie Toys with Robin Williams. Though that movie was actually kind of dark itself, even though it didn't look it. So, yeah, he's dead. Uh, Chucky finds the Simpson house, and my first thought when he found the house was, so fucking Grace the social worker gave Chucky the address? Yeah, how the fuck? You are fucking terrible. Like, how the fuck did you... Like, nobody wants this kid. She's like, I don't even give a fuck who's on this phone. I just don't want Andy to come back here. Like, even though that's not how she acts around Andy. Like, what kind of social worker, foster lady person are you? Volunteers this information. Again, all the adults in this movie are fucking terrible at their jobs. They all put Andy in danger constantly with their negligence and dumb decision making. She sucks at her job. You don't care about these damn kids. But uh, when Chucky gets in the house, he finds the other good guy doll that fell on Andy earlier. I guess they call him Tommy. Uh-huh. And he takes one of Joanne's stupid fucking porcelain statues and bludgeons Tommy to, to The most to important death. one, too, because remember, they gave her some, like, w- sad-ass story about where it came from, and uh, here's her grandmother's. Oh, because remember... She yeah. was like, my grandmother passed it down to me and or to my mom, and then my mom passed it to me, and then Andy was like, well, who are you going to give it to? <laughs> and she was like, <laughs> no. Uh, she does not answer him. Yeah, not you, little nigga. Um, so Chucky fucking takes that same figurine that they're so like, oh, about, <laughs> and uses it to bludgeon Tommy. But um, 
Yeah, that that was so funny to me because they're so dramatic <laughs> about that shit. Yeah, it's like it's just the luck of the draw because Chucky didn't even know about that. He didn't it, know about know. all that. They probably no. just had it on prompt display for it. It's so ugly. He was probably like, let me get this ugly piece of shit out of here. Yeah, everyone is drawn right fucking to it. Andy, yeah. Chucky, like, because it's a fucking eyesore, like everything else in here. So gross. God, like, how do you not just look at those walls every day and walk out into traffic? Because I certainly I would. would. <laughs> me too. Uh, 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 right there with you, friend. Touch and agree on that, okay? Oh, God, just thinking about it, it's making my fucking eyes twitch. So Chucky takes Tommy in the backyard and buries him. Great idea. So he basically takes Tommy's place, and the next morning, Andy and Kyle are both accused of breaking the statue, and they both deny it because uh, neither of them did it, but Phil grounds them because he doesn't believe them. And uh, this is where Andy uh, takes his first puff <laughs> because yeah, Kyle and Andy are what is she, she's doing laundry? Yeah, she's like here, hold this. <laughs> like, bitch, you go put the cigarette in your mouth and throw that load in there. Don't give it to like a little eight year old to be like hold this. And then he pulled from that motherfucker, and she was like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "I want to see how it tastes." And that's what I used to do. Be like, I just want to. I want to. This it. kid is traumatized and super stressed out. He needs a cigarette. Even eight-year-olds know that's what cigarettes are for. (laughs) (laughs) I need a nicotine. Yeah, I'm sure every time uh, Chucky killed someone in the first movie, fucking his mother was lighting one up. So he associates them with trauma. (laughs) Yeah, like, I don't feel good. Let me have a cigarette. Mm -hmm. You know? And then she, like, shames him. She's like, these are gross. And he's like, he's like, okay, but you do it. (laughs) I was was like, I would have knocked his smart ass out of the washing machine and put that shit on the longest cycle. Right. Right, get in there. He also tells a fucking terrible joke. He's like, hey, Kyle, do you want to hear me say your name backwards? And then he turns his back to her and says, Kyle. I thought it was cute. They're bonding. drown him. (laughs) Yeah, but you know, they need to bond. (laughs) They're in hell together with this vicious daddy. I totally would have told that stupid ass dad joke when I was eight years old. Hey, Chris. Can I tell you a corny joke? Sure. So two muffins are in an oven, and one mo- muffin goes, man, it's hot in here. And the other muffin goes, holy shit, a talking muffin. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> See? Because it has nothing to do with a muffin. It's just, it's, it could be anything. It's so stupid. Yeah, it's like one of those jokes that you could, it's a template joke. You could put that in so many situations and the punchline is always funny. <laughs> it's always going to hit. It's so cute, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah. No, I muff- love that. Two muffins is just silly. Yeah. I would I would have preferred that joke. But sure, I'll take his backwards fucking name joke. But um, Andy comes up the stairs and he is straight up just hears Phil telling Joanne that Andy might be too troubled for them to take care of. Take him back to Target where we got him. <laughs> <laughs> they talking about him like the return policy is 30 days and they still got time. This couple is just Chris Pratt and Anna Faris. Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, white people are going to eat you up. <laughs> and Phil is the Chris Pratt. Yeah, white people sure. put it, when it comes to your comments. <laughs> I fucking hate Chris Pratt. And I'm not afraid to say it. I absolutely hate Chris Pratt. 
Do you see him all like acting like he hasn't been that religious? Yeah, or he's not a part of Hillsong or like none of that shit is him. I'm like, nigga, we all we know about you. The first thing when somebody says Hillsong, I think Chris Pratt, Justin Bieber. Yeah, same two people. He's just saying that because that expose documentary is about to fucking drop about Hillsong. So he's trying to act like he's not affiliated with it. Yeah. So fuck him. And Anna Faris, I'm glad you got away, but don't fucking give your dogs back after you already owned them for years. That's fucked up. But um, Andy walks right up to Chucky thinking it's Tommy. And I guess he's all in his feelings after hearing all that. And he's like, I hate you. And he checks, like, the back of the doll to make sure that he just has batteries and isn't all that bullshit that Chucky had in them. But little does Andy know that he was refurbished, you little dumbass. Yep, yep. So now all of a sudden, Andy loves the doll and fucking takes him everywhere. Like, that's all it took was just to realize that I guess it's, I mean, that's a pretty big deal, but I don't know. (laughs) You would still think that after all that trauma, even if this isn't the same one, you still wouldn't want one of these fucking things. You would think. But he does. But um, Kyle tells Andy her adoption sob story. And of course, like, this makes no sense. This is dumb on Chucky's part. Because they're on a swing. And the swing is swinging directly over where Chucky buried Tommy's body. Uh I'm like, you buried the doll right right under under the swing where people are going to be swinging and find it eventually. You dumbass. Like, I feel like Charles Lee Ray is supposed to be smarter than that. Mm-hmm. He's living in a doll, so maybe he's not. You can tell Andy doesn't really want to play with that doll, but he grabs mm-hmm. it anyway, so he doesn't feel like some freak, because the dad's like, why can't you just get over it? And it's like, nigga, like, why can't you just get over the fact that you don't want to have kids? You felt pressured probably by this lady, because she has more compassion for the kids than you do, and you should just break up with her, and then you had to deal with these kind of problems. It could all yeah. be so simple. Break up your family. Leave your family. Yeah, this family's trash. It's not that hard to leave. Look at the house you're living in. Yeah. There's no love in a house <laughs> with that color scheme. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that hard to leave your family when you're a man. It's just truly not. Especially not in 1990, and especially not when you're white. <laughs> yeah, you can go at any time. Trust yeah. me, like, I know a lot of kids who got left behind. Like, it's 1990. You could punch her in the face, kick the kid down the <laughs> stairs, and no one would think anything of it. No, they'd be like, oh, Paul must have been on vacation for the longest time. Yeah. Like, oh, I guess I guess he got a little mad. She's got another, <laughs> you know. You could show up with a whole entire new family and no one would even care. So, yeah, you nope. could, he should have just ditched this. And we get evil Chucky face early is what I remember because Chucky does this, like, like this little, like, this biter face. That he makes when he gets really mad, and it's really cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Andy's sleeping, and Chucky ties him up. It just, like, literally cuts to this. Like, mm-hmm. there's no... We don't see Chucky getting in the room. So, yeah, Chucky just has him tied up and gags him with a pair of fucking socks and starts to do the, the ritual to possess Andy, but immediately Kyle sneaks in his room because she snuck out earlier. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Chucky stops and Andy immediately punches him in the face. (laughs) So which causes Phil and Joanne to come in and they blame Kyle for tying Andy up. (laughs) Yeah, Kyle comes in at the right time with the wrong time. Mm -hmm. You know, right place, wrong timing or whatever, but right time at the same time. But uh, the dad's like, I've had it. And I was like, of course you have. Of course you've had it. 
And all I can think is, like, you gotta be the first one to die of all the people in the house to die. You gotta be the first to go, my guy. He does. And it needs to be, immediately. It needs to be good. <laughs> yeah, immediately. And so, the next day, Andy's getting ready for school, and the mama's like, I can have your lunch. And she made him an egg salad for lunch. I like egg salad now. What fucking kid's favorite food is egg, egg salad? salad? On the way to the house earlier, he does say something that he likes eggs, but I don't think he specifically says egg salad. Like, I liked eggs as a kid. Scrambled eggs, like every other fucking kid. I like hard-boiled eggs and shit. Yeah, like, I would, you know, my Easter eggs, I would eat those. I know a lot of kids. Andrew still hates hard-boiled eggs. Well, I, I don't understand. I love hard-boiled eggs. I do, I too. Love them. But I'm, like, 98, so... Yeah, I love that grainy yolk texture. Mm -mm -mm. I love it with some salt. <laughs> oh, a salt little pepper. pepper. A yeah. little, maybe maybe a little paprika if I'm feeling nice. A little, a little damn, a little smokiness to it. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, love a hard-boiled egg and a salad, too. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 He said, like, two aunties. <laughs> Why did I just do that? Well, mm hmm girl. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. I oh, love being a salad. Oh. Uh, that is too I do, I do like me a Cobb salad. I love a Cobb salad. Don't put no chicken in that bitch, though. With gorgonzola, not blue. Yeah, I like both. For me. I could do goat cheese, too, with a good... Uh, mm -hmm. I could do good Cobb salad with some goat cheese. I would fuck that up right now. But anyways, she gave this nigga a sad-ass egg salad for his lunch. And I just thought that was so egregious and wrong. No, no kid wants egg salad. If you bring egg salad to school, they're going to beat the roasted. shit out of you. <laughs> He's being, I was like, this family is so abusive. Like, at every corner, they're going to be setting him up for bullying at school. Mm -hmm. The daddy bullies him at home. He has no allies except Kyle. The mom is confusing him with her on and off again British accent. Yeah, she's gaslighting him. <laughs> that is gaslighting. <laughs> she's gaslighting me. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Facts. So Andy gets on the bus <laughs> and these kids treat Andy like street trash right away. Do. <laughs> they Do. just all look at him like he's garbage. <laughs> he's all alone at school. And his teacher, Miss Kettlewell, is Beth Grant. And Beth Grant is a woman who is in many movies. She's in a ton. But, like, she's never the leading actress. So a lot of people don't know who she is. And everyone has a different reference point for who she is to them. To me, Beth Grant will always be the grumpy hag that gets pulled under the bus in speed after the step explodes <laughs> because she's too fucking impatient to wait for Keanu to fix everything. <laughs> <laughs> I think mine was, I don't know. She's also in Little Miss Sunshine. I was going to say, isn't she a mean lunch lady in something? Probably. Yeah, she just gives mean lunch lady face a lot. Isn't she also in, I'm trying to remember, she's in so much, she's one of those. She's usually a stern woman. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, she's in Donnie Darko. Yeah, she is in Little Miss Sunshine. She's in No Country for Old Men. Um... She was in an episode of Grace and Frankie. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's also in Tu Wong Fu. That's where I know her from. Tu Wong oh, Fu. That's yes. where I know her from. Yes. She's in fucking everything. Yeah. She's one of the old ladies that gets a makeover. I was like, why do I see her, like, getting a trans, looking like a lunch lady, getting a transformation? I'm like, she's in Tu Wong Fu. That's what it is. I'm kind of annoyed at myself that I did not 
Yeah. Mention that earlier. That's what we know her from. But yeah, she's in this movie. Um, and yeah. she's annoying as hell because she's a raggedy ass teacher that's all like, listen to me, mama! She looks like a bird, like the bird teacher from Jimmy Neutron. <laughs> um, that's what she looks like, and that's what she reminds me of. And it's funny as hell because the kid behind him like pinches him or whatever, like is like fucking with him, and Andy's just like, "Ow, what the hell?" And then she's like, "Andy, do you have something to say?" Blah, 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 blah. And then like, and he was like, "No," but like this thing was fucking with me, and she was like, "I don't tolerate misbehaving," and I know that you're new and da 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 da, but I, I hated her. She was so annoying, just trying to assert dominance. She's a teacher that everyone hates. Yeah, and then there she's collecting homework or whatever. And then Andy says, fuck you, bitch, on (laughs) his homework. And she's like, absolutely the fuck not. And while, you know, Andy got in trouble for this, he kind of, like, let him cook, teach. He was slaying. He was preaching. Fuck you, bitch. (laughs) Like, (laughs) This woman might be the worst adult of all in the movie. Because after this, after she fucking finds the paper with fuck you, bitch, on it, which we saw Chucky do earlier, so we know it was Chucky. This woman leaves Andy in the classroom by himself and locks him in. Yeah. Also, like, why is putting your head down punishment? The way I would just take a net. I know. They they always used to say that. I remember. They did. I remember that. I never that. got in trouble, though. I oh, never had to do Yeah, it. I used to keep my head down, shit. Like, <laughs> but. I only had my head down while I was playing 7-Up. Yeah. Yeah, no, I was always in the. Well, no, I wasn't always, but there were times where I was just like feeling lawless and you can't tell me nothing i was a goody two-shoes for sure in elementary school like i I was not a teacher's pet but i was a goody two-shoes for sure elementary school i was really good i was really good in elementary school middle school i kind of got a little bad middle sixth grade i was bad i didn't get bad i just got gothy (laughs) like a little vaguely gothy like not like wearing black and barking at people gothy yeah but you know wearing black bracelets and putting metal patches on my binder yeah (laughs) yeah i was just i was friends my two best friends were boys and they played hockey Mm -hmm. and they were really like rough and tough and so i was just doing whatever they were doing they were setting shit on fire writing shit with permanent marker and fucking like spitting and cussing and (laughs) saying suck my dick and and you know, talking about pimping hoes, and I was just like, cool, 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 fuck yeah, fuck bitches, dude, yeah, fuck yeah, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it, fuck, 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 that's gay. Um, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I said gay more then than I do now. now oh, same, <laughs> and I will absolutely never drop the F-bomb, but I was, I was ready to that <laughs> back in the, back in the day. Teenagers in our time said every word. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't say, used to say pussy, though. I didn't like oh, saying I pussy. Did. I didn't like saying pussy. I thought it was a weird word to say. Or coochie. I was like, ugh. And it's weird because they, like, that's how it works. You know, people shame you for that. Now I love saying coochie. I don't mind saying pussy. I like saying pussy. You know what word I hate though now? Cock. Snatch. Ugh. Oh, okay. I hate cock. Yeah, sometimes, like, when I was younger, I was like, cock. I would. I thought that was sexier. It's white people shit. Now more into, like, dick give me that dick. <laughs> give me that dick. Yeah. give me that monster yeah. you know even if it's not a monster you just gotta say it is you know but i don't want give me your fucking cock bro i remember my best friend growing up she hated snatch <laughs> like didn't like snatch or twat really i think twat's a little like ugh. 
because it makes me sound like like before you spin someone's butthole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, twat twat just sounds like an insult. It doesn't yeah. sound like you're referring to a vagina. It, I don't know how, but it's very adjacent to nimwit. Okay. Wait, dimwit? No, nimwit. Nimwit. Nim. Dimwit. Nim. Nim. I think you're mixing up Nimrod and Dimwit. Yeah, that too. Yeah. <laughs> but I also like Nimwit. It's all in the same pool, though. You know what I mean? Twat, Dimwit, Nimrod, Twat, <laughs> Doofus. I like Doofus. Yeah, this fucking Doofus. Mm-hmm. I like calling people Goofy. Goofy-ass nigga. I like all the <laughs> New York ones. Yeah. I'm partial to ones that no one outside of New York will understand, like yeah, Momo. Oh, okay. Like you're you're a double moron. Yeah, you're yeah, Momo. yeah. Yeah, okay, okay, <laughs> you're okay. Sh- schmuck. I like schmuck. Yeah, schmuck is a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, schmuck is a good one. Be- Yuts. <laughs> <laughs> Yuts. That's a, that's a silly one. But again, how did we get here? Um, somehow Beth Grant. Oh took yeah. Us- here. So yeah, she punished him all recklessly, put this nigga inside the classroom, locked the door. Chucky's in the closet too, by the way. So she left him up for grabs again, just like the rest of the adults in his life. And just as soon as uh shit's about to go down, Chucky comes out of the closet as this bitch is coming in. He says, you know, today's going to be the last day of your life type shit. Like kills, it just kills the teacher when it's great. She gets stabbed in the titty with a bike pump. Like, she he did. does her so dirty. As she deserves. Could you imagine, ow, like getting stabbed in the chest with a bike pump. Like, <laughs> the, that part, that's gotta hurt. <laughs> yeah, like Evian still in Superstar. My titty. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ow, titty. <laughs> I feel like we've referenced that once before, too. Superstar, uh, dude. I love that movie. <laughs> Evian. My name isn't Water. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, after he uh, stabs her in the titty with the bike pump, he beats her to death with a yardstick, just to add the extra teacheriness to the death. I appreciate uh, Chucky's commitment to the bit. It's always like he's always on the nose about it. Yeah, for sure, (laughs) he is. He is. But. Andy runs home and tells the foster parents that Chucky wrote that shit on the teacher's paper, but. Phil opens the basement door and shows him that Chucky is still lying there on the floor where he threw him the night before. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you crafty little bastard. Chucky is fucking fast. He doesn't drive. How It must take him forever to get from place to place on those little fucking legs. You would think, but no, he's like very quick and... No one sees him running across town. You know what? I'm not questioning. Mm-hmm. This movie is riddled with plot holes. The whole series really is. But you know what? (laughs) (laughs) When it's campy, you kind of forgive it. (laughs) You're not supposed to pay attention to these movies, so that's why shows like like ours, our podcast, are funny because when we do break it down, we're like, that doesn't make sense. (laughs) And it's like, the director is like, you're being too loud. Shut up. (laughs) It's not even supposed to be that deep. No, and that's why it's great, because it's not supposed to be that deep. Yeah. The stakes are lower. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Phil straight up says that he wants to send Andy back. Mm-hmm. He's yeah, like, he's not our child. Joanne basically, in so many words, calls him a selfish fuck. Which, you married him, so you're just a stupid bitch. 
I know, she doesn't even seem to entertain the idea that he's garbage. Did y'all not talk about it after the first one, before the first one? Like, it seems like you guys are very separate pages about adoption. Yeah, like, this is the first time she seemed to really, like, serve it to him at all. Yeah. It's very heteronormative. She seems to just accept that he's the man of the house. And she's trying to play that, like, low-key straight woman shit of flying under the radar but really getting her shit in. Especially because Kyle seems like way more of a handful, like, for a starter child. Not more of a handful, but Kyle seems like a handful for a starter child. She'd be sneaking out at night, smoking cigarettes in a house. Yeah, you definitely have to worry more about the teenager than the eight-year-old. Yeah, she could come home pregnant one of these days. This nigga mm-hmm. just has, like, a possessed doll after him. I mean, that's not a big deal, but... <laughs> Well, the thing is, they don't even believe it. Like, Kyle could bring a drug dealer home who could rob you. You know, like, she's a bad girl. Mm -hmm. His is just like, maybe he's lying. Maybe he's actually got a little nigga following him. But until I see (laughs) it before I die, I don't know. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, yeah, higher stakes over there. But anyways, yeah, they're talking shit again. And the daddy is just, like, relentless about (laughs) it. And... Oh, Kyle comforts him. That's right. Because Kyle starts comforting him because he's like, oh, they want to give me back. And she's like, they always want to give me back. (laughs) And this is actually a cute moment. Yeah. They bond over, like, being abandoned and in the foster care system, which I'm sure is horrible. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, like, she tries to relate to him and give him confidence, but he responds by saying... Chucky will find me wherever I go, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> like, my notes okay. were like, my notes were like, Andy's so damn ominous. Like, <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> yeah, he's like a full-blown nihilist at this point. Nothing matters. I'm going to get murdered by this doll. Like, yeah. you know, he's going to possess me. <laughs> All these adults are just setting me up for failure every day. Fully leaned into it. Um, Yeah, so he goes to try to fight his own battles. Like Kyle kind of said to, and uh, it's not a good call at all the way he goes about it. He gets like a turkey carver, like, <laughs> <laughs> and then heads for the heads for the basement <laughs> in the middle of the night, in the dark, just clanking around, being goofy, and it's not a good idea because the daddy's gonna just be fucking fucking mad. Andy, unfortunately, is a little pathetic here, though, because he is so scared of everything and is making so much noise bumping into shit. Yep. He keeps getting spooked by everything in the goddamn basement. But also, like, I get it, but nigga, why'd you go down there then? You should have told him to meet exactly. me at the top. Like, I'm like, you're trying to surprise him. You gotta get it together, buddy. <laughs> I was like, you need to be quiet, little nigga, because the daddy will Amazon Prime your ass right back. <laughs> <laughs> okay and uh right back to the shelter and i keep wondering like why did he agree to adopt like if he hates this so much but again he's just a hateful cracker yeah (laughs) (laughs) so andy's in the basement just slicing and dicing like a ninja sword and he kind of gives chucky like a little a-line bob like the karen bob a little bit he like grazes that and uh also, when Chucky first drops down from that sheet onto Andy, does he try to bite his ear? It seems like it. I'm like, did Mike Tyson watch this shit? It looked like he's just going for the neck, like he's trying to hickey him or something. Yeah, he looks like one of those, do you remember those like little wind-up toys, the teeth? That's what his mouth always looks like. <laughs> the ones that you would just like wind it up and then you would let them go and they would just chatter all over the fucking table, the teeth with the feet. Mm-hmm. He always... <laughs> <laughs> the chatter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but 
he is like running around the basement trying to slice and dice and shit. And then the daddy barges in because he's like, what the fuck is going on down here? And of course, he sees Andy with the car. And he's like, all right, calm down with all that. Like, take it easy, buddy. All right, pal, take it easy. Give me the thing. And then literally Chucky sees him like coming down the stairs and Chucky's behind the staircase. So he grabs uh, Phil's ankle and then pulls it. And then Phil ends up hanging upside down. And Chucky goes, hey, Phil, how's it hanging? (laughs) I love how he gets to taunt him Mm -hmm. before Phil then falls and breaks his fucking neck. Thank God. Thank God. It was the best. It was the best. How's it hanging, Phil? Like, he knows his name and everything. It's so casual and, like... I just love that he died knowing he was wrong. Yeah. More white men need to die that way. All of them, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> so, obviously, the mama come down and she see the crime scene. And she was like, oh, no, he has got to go. Like, get the fuck out! Yeah, she flips immediately as soon as she sees that dead motherfucker. There's no empathy, no sympathy, nothing. You're gone, kid, because you obviously killed my nigga. So, um, right, he's right back at the group home. Here we go. Run it, bike. The social worker is just like, (sighs) you know, she must not be good with placement. (laughs) No, but Kyle throws Chucky in the garbage because I think... Uh, Andy told her he was still there. Mm -hmm. So she goes out for a smoke on the swing and of course finds fucking Tommy because she's kicking dirt around like teenagers do when they're contemplating shit on a swing. In a really shallow fucking grave, mind you. You literally just covered the body so you couldn't see it from the surface. Like there's not, it's not even an inch deep. It's a, a 16th of an inch deep, this grave. God, I am very high. I'm almost to the end of this fucking huge Massive blood. fucking joint, Ooh. dude. You're going my, in. My brain has expanded greatly. Let it carry you, queen. Let it carry you. Let it fucking okay. bring you through the way it's supposed to be intended. This podcast ain't serious. Yeah, you better sage yourself with the... <laughs> <laughs> you guys, Chris is waving it like Palo Santo around him. Like, it's fucking... <laughs> yeah, you better get this that... House- is clean. That cleansing energy all around you, friend. I know that's right. <laughs> but so she finds Tommy buried under the swing. So she goes back to check the trash can and Chucky is already gone. Hey. How did he get out of this tin trash can so fucking quietly? With no noise, it wasn't knocked over or nothing. It's like 20 feet behind her. Yeah. And it's a quiet night. Like you would hear a fucking two-foot-tall doll rustling around in the trash can and knocking How would he even get out of it without knocking it over? There wasn't that much trash in it. Yeah, I didn't get that. But, oh, yeah, so, yeah, when she goes upstairs, Kyle goes to see what's up to go howl at the mama, and Joanne's dead. He has her, like, he has her tied up to the <laughs> chair with the jump rope! And then she's got, she's got the fucking shirt. She was gonna make Kyle, like, gagged with it. That cheap ass thing that she was making for Kyle, he gagged her with it because it was ugly and he slit her throat. And did. And did. Because he too was sick of her fucking spotty British accent. Mm hmm. And he's still upstairs. He's running around and he's a biter. He's a biter. Yeah. He goes to bite her neck. <laughs> yeah, he does. What is up with this? He's like a little toddler. But, um,. He was like, get in the fucking car. Let's go. Take me to Andy type beat. And. 
they're like driving together and he like seems cool. They're actually like kind of making a little conversation. Not not much. <laughs> but the way they're getting along is okay. Like you can tell if there was like a car like a longer car ride and they like both had cigarettes, like you know, <laughs> yeah. he would be like, Oh god, today's been so hard. I've been trying to swap souls and I'm now I'm getting more human and she was like, I'm like I know. If he wasn't holding a knife to her throat, you would think it was a normal conversation. Yeah, one thousand. <laughs> yeah, exactly that, you know. But she has excellent driving skills, and he's misogynistic about it because he's like women drivers. Mwah. You can't, you can't trust her to do anything. And it was like, dude, he's she's trying to get you up out of here because she like slams on the brakes, I think, to get him through the windshield type shit. They get pulled over for her speeding because he's upper ass. Yeah, <laughs> and then the cop lets them go because he likes good guy dolls. <laughs> so dumb. So dumb. Do other people like these dolls? You're a cop. If I just robbed a liquor store and if I had a fucking, uh, this little Bubasaur, and I think you'd be like, oh, you can lead. I love Pokemon. Nigga, no. That's not how that goes. Uh, The good guy doll is too irresistible with that ginger laid hair. The doll also bleeds in front of the cop, too. I think, mm-hmm. oh, that's what it is. She's like, you know how some dolls pee? This, this one, one bleeds. bleeds. And I think that impresses him. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> yeah, she does slam on the brakes, gets him to fly through the fucking window, and he's, like, holding onto the hood, and she knocks him off and runs him over. But, of course, he ambushes her with the fucking knife again. Again. That's all he knows. But the fire alarm goes off at the foster care center and everyone is clearing the building. Kyle and Chucky are at the bottom of the stairs now. And Kyle tells Grace and Andy, who of course are there at the exact same time, because why wouldn't they be, that Chucky did it. Yeah. But Grace grabs Chucky from Kyle because she doesn't believe this shit. And he just stabs her a bunch of fucking times. Also, before Grace died, I said that she does have face that looks like crumpled up construction paper. And... <laughs> oh, I, she has great cheekbones. I would live for those cheekbones. Of course. However, <laughs> you know, you can have great cheeks and still look like a crumpled up piece of construction paper. Specifically construction paper. It's a little stiff and like hold, really hold the wrinkle. <laughs> There's a Joan Crawfordiness. There's a hardness to her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making a face like Elizabeth. <laughs> a, a severity, if yeah, you will. Yeah, severity is the word, Chris. Exactly. You've nailed that. <laughs> severity. A, a construction paper face. Grace Sapriski is a severe woman. Yeah. But Oh my God, where are we? Oh. God. I don't know. I'm trying to get a dab, so I was hoping you would be able to. Uh, no, I, I got it. I got it. I okay. feel like <laughs> the, the weed is taking us, everybody. Well, sorry, guys. Hang in there. We've got like five minutes or something. I don't know. Maybe 20. <laughs> we're getting there. I think, yeah, we're. I'm on the last page of my notes. So, so am I, I think, yeah. So the foster bitch who looks like construction paper. Yeah, yeah okay. So she gets stabbed a bunch and she falls on the Xerox machine. And I love how she gets copies made of her face right before she dies. Fun for you. Fun for me. It's Oprah. You get one and you get one. There's no need for a, <laughs> yeah. there's no need for a fune. I just had the darkest like funeral invite ever. Um, but, you know, what's the piece of paper you get at a funeral? Like the mass card? Yeah. That tells you like the person who died? Yeah. Yeah, with like their information and shit? That yeah. should be hers. 
Everybody gets one. I mean, it's appropriate. She's dead. All them damn copies that was made, y'all better recycle that paper. (laughs) Clean her up. (laughs) Hand them out. (laughs) Sign. (laughs) Anyways, keep going. So she's dead. And Chucky locks Kyle in the closet and takes Andy outside into a random truck that just happens to be going to the PayPal's factory. The PayPal? Yeah. The, oh, PayPal. Oops. <laughs> Did PayPal pay not you pay- for this? Are you going to pay Yola on the side? No, this is not an ad for PayPal. We are not uh, getting paid to talk about PayPal. This is PayPal's. That is too funny. <laughs> PayPal's. PayPal's. PayPal sounds a not little different than I think they think. Not it appropriate. Sounds. Yeah. <laughs> what, did I? I don't. I don't think the sentence that I just said made any sense. Making sense is optional. It, yeah, uh, it's child's play too. Uh, clearly, making sense is optional. So Kyle breaks out in time to see where they're going and follows them in the fucking Simpsons station wagon. And she catches up to them. And I love when she catches up. Chucky just flips her off. <laughs> I keep laughing because when you say the Simpsons, I think about the actual Simpsons. Oh, I know. <laughs> you know. Or I, know, the I think other about Simpsons. the Simpsons or the OJ Simpsons. And then the Simpsons. Or the Jessica Simpsons. Simpsons. Oh, I forgot about those Simpsons. And so did all of you, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica apparently now is too skinny, according to some people. I'm like, can you just leave her the fuck alone? Leave her and Ashley alone. We love them both. And quite frankly, Ashley's dumb SNL thing is one of the funniest thing that's ever happened so Mm -hmm. thank her yeah yeah (laughs) exactly Uh, it really is like i could watch that over and over again (laughs) (laughs) you know they took it off youtube too oh yeah copyright fuck you yeah so andy wore chucky like a backpack down to the factory factory (laughs) and then Kyle, kyle had to get in the cars and uh that she crashed to go follow him and she forces the truck to pull over and she tries to go look for Andy in there, but the black dude truck driver's like, hey, bitch, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> and, then, and she was like, uh, nothing. And he was like, yo, what the fuck? And she like just runs away. And he was like, crazy bitch. And I thought that was so funny. And then, it was. you know, she gets into the good guy victory. And then when Chucky's talking to Andy, his teeth are like black. I don't know if you look in his mouth at all a little bit, but his teeth are like brownish black. I'm like, ooh, you have cigarette smoker teeth. Like, that's so. I know, maybe he's chewing. He's yeah. chewing some cut. Yeah. What do you call that? Chewing some. Yeah, what chew. Is it? You got chewing tobacco? Yeah. Tobacco? Yeah, I think it is called just chewing. Dipping. Okay. Dip. Dipping. There we go. He's yeah. dipping tobacco. Mm hmm. <laughs> but, um,. He's finally got Andy. He's, but I think we're alone now. Um, and so <laughs> he is able to do the little, um, the chant, you know, the Abde do umbella, bring thee to me. Just bring me light <laughs> and pass the drill. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm not going to correct you because... Brad Dourif says the fucking chant differently than he does in the first movie. Yeah, he does. I caught that. He pronounces it differently. Yeah. So. Yeah, just bring me the light and pass the draw. Oh. Buckle, like a, like a limo. Uh-huh. And, 
But anyways. Oh, Sean Paul. Yeah, so he tries to do a little ritual. It don't work because this nigga is too it's too late. And he throws a fucking tantrum. And like when uh what is it, white chicks? I'm about to have a BF. What's a BF? A fucking bitch fit. Bet. <laughs> And then Chucky literally has a bitch fit, and he starts fucking, he's, and uh, while he's bitching, it's fucking too late, I've been in this skin, I'm about to be a doll for the rest of my fucking life. And then Kyle comes comes through, she kicks down all the dolls and crushes him a little bit. Andy, run! And I don't know why she has to direct him to run, like, little nigga, stop staring at him. Like, as soon as he realized the, the spell didn't work, I would have been up and out of there. Like, I know. <laughs> what the fuck? Andy's like... He seemed to have a little more fight in him earlier. Now he's just like, I'm done. He just want to be saved. I'm like, he's oh. given up. Which can you blame him? No. But yeah, then Kyle comes to save today. Then they're climbing up this thing, um, and that thing that they're climbing up of freaks me out because it reminds me of the ladder slide thing at Discovery Zone. It used to come in like rainbow colors, oh. and you would like slide down it, and you could climb up it. It's those bars that are yeah. weird. Like the ro- those the Rolly rolling metal bar. bars that like the stuff goes on top of uh-huh. to, that it moves it down. Yeah, you're supposed to slide down, but you can't climb up. And that's what those reminded mm-hmm. me of. And I hated those at the Discovery Zone. So that's what they were climbing up. And uh, literally on his heels, boom, Chucky pops up out of nowhere. He pops up and Andy falls down the conveyor thing. That's right, yeah. You know, those little child hands, he can't do that shit. So he falls back down, and Chucky goes to stab him. He pops up at the bottom and goes to stab him, and follows him back up, and then Kyle closes that gate on his hand. And he has to fucking rip his own hand off to free himself. Yep, and does. Yeah, and then he, like... What do you call it? He removes the handle of the knife he's been carrying and he like stabs his bloody hand hole. Yeah, into the knife. Into the back of the knife to like give himself a, a little knife hand. Stabby hand. Yeah. yeah, a little knife hand. Mm-hmm. I'm like, honestly, that's pretty clever. Also, like, I don't understand the path that Kyle and Andy are taking to get out of here. It seems like they are climbing up on all the shit that they don't need to climb up on to probably leave this room. They're like going on all the conveyor belts. They're going through all the parts of this factory that could get them killed where like the doll is actually being put together. Mm-hmm. It's like a game of mousetrap because everything in here is also so bright, which honestly, the set is so cool. Like that's one of my favorite parts about this movie is this like toy factory set. It's super colorful. It's very early 90s. And it's just really fun. I want to, like, play here, just if it's not deadly. <laughs> I was going to say, no, it's giving me a little PTSD from Discovery Zone. Like, it looks okay. like I straight up Discovery Zone, and I don't want to be in there. And so we're all single parents bring their kids so they can meet other single parents, and their kids can goof off for, okay. like, So, to hours. me, it, we had a sports plus. Okay. We didn't have Discovery Zone. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. You get it. If you know, you know. It has that elastic web thing. It has the long slide somewhere. A ball pit. Ski ball. There's always ski ball. There's always ski ball. Don't, or the gopher one. No, nobody would do oh, that. Oh, yeah. Whack-a-mole, whack-a-gopher. Yeah, I hate fucking ski ball, though. Like, give me my I damn tickets. ski ball is like when you're resigned to the <laughs> fact that this place sucks, you play ski ball for six hours. <laughs> or the basketball thing where they're like, how many yeah. times can I get in the hoop? But yeah, so... um. 
they are working their way through this fucking mousetrap obstacle course to get the fuck out of this factory. Yep. And I guess like all of their like moving around causes a blockage on the assembly line. So some worker comes out to fix it. And we needed this scene because we needed Chucky to be able to kill someone with his new knifey hand. And Chucky slashes this motherfucker right in the face (laughs) and he falls backwards on the belt and the machine like puts the doll eyes in his eye sockets and kills him. That's a pretty fucking inventive and cool death. Such a good death, especially for this time period. (laughs) Yeah, it was super fun and unique to this movie. I have never seen that since, I don't think. Yeah, the early 1900s, we really had like some different... (laughs) The early 1900s? Does that make you feel so fucking old? So some girl on TikTok said that and I wanted to throw up. She said the 1900s. And she was like in the late 1900s and she was talking about 1990 fucking six. Oh. Chris, we're old. Was she born in like 2014? (laughs) Had to have been. Like, listen, you little bitch. Yeah, you know, TikTok is for them little ones, them young ones. The people who'd be like 15, they're like, what year were you born? <coughs> That's when I got my license. What? I know. Uh, God. Yeah, we're old. <laughs> As hell. But yeah, so um, he gets his eyes plopped. Plucked and plopped out. And Chucky ends up going through like this doll maker machine himself. Because he gets like trapped in there, no? He, like, rides the conveyor belt behind them and scares the shit out of them. And Kyle, like, knocks him into some fucking gears. Yeah. And he gets pulled into the assembly line where they make the doll. He gets, like, mutilated. Yeah, so we think. But, um, he, uh, is hella still alive. Because Kyle gets, like, snatched up on the belt herself. Because she gets, like, knocked in the head at some point. Yeah, because the doll that comes out of the doll maker thing has, like, legs and extra arms and all this shit. And it's mm-hmm. all crazy and burnt up and it's bloody, too. So they assume that that's Chucky and they're like, all right, let's get out of here. And then as they're walking away, we also get the camera panning to, like, a trail of blood zoom. And it's Chucky on this tray dragging the top half of his body, you know, on this little tray. Mm-hmm. And that's when he's able to scare Kyle and she gets knocked onto the conveyor belt. That's to put her about to put her through the same thing. But uh, Andy gets him with some hot-ass liquid plastic that he sprays at him. Yeah, he, like, releases this valve. Yeah. And, like, some molten plastic melts Chucky. How did you handle that so safely? That was hot, Andy. I know. And how did you turn it off? And Okay, anyways, plot holes, plot holes, plot holes. <laughs> but Chucky uh, is just, like, this melted, rotted mess. Andy's able to save Kyle and get her off the belt or whatever. And they go look at Chucky's, like, melted, waxed-up, crazy-looking ass. But he fucking pops back up alive again. And when he, like, when the face <laughs> when the face starts moving, he looks like Killian Conway. Because he has all these, like, <laughs> he's, like, melted. And it's, like, all the melted webbing of the fucking thing makes him look all like... All the vascular veininess. Yeah, it looks like Killian Conway just fucked up. And then, uh... More fucked up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then they put a thing in his mouth, like a, um, like a tube. Like a high-pressure air tube. Yeah, they blow his big-ass head up. And he goes from Kelly and Conway to, like, Rush Limbaugh in his final years, you know? Oh, yeah. Bloated. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah, brain. very Ni- Richard Nixon-y. Lots of jowl. <laughs> yeah, turkey face bitch. <laughs> but yeah, they blow his ass up, and they get out of the factory, and they said they're going home, and Ky- and then he goes, Kyle, where's home? And Kyle goes, I don't know. <laughs> and that's the end. And they don't know, because they, they, they don't where know. is it? <laughs> and in the Child's Play 3, you find out it's military school for <laughs> <laughs> That's home, bitch. <laughs> but yeah, that was Child's Play 2, y'all. We finally got to it. Stay true it. You know? I know. I'm glad we finally did it. It's it's short and sweet. It's silly. Um, It really has a lot of plot holes. But they're fun little ones that don't matter. This one's way more camp because he like talks more and he cusses a lot more. We get... He talks... Uh, quicker on in the movie. Like, the first movie, he, we didn't get him talking until, like, the movie was almost over, practically. You know what I mean? Versus this mm-hmm. one, he comes out the gate like, fuck all y'all. You know? And that's tight. Yeah. So, I love this one. Again, this isn't my favorite one. It's of my favorite franchise, but my favorite Child's Play is Child's Play 3, which I hope we get to next year. We will. We will. Because that one's super fun. That one's the best one, you guys. Um, But yeah, for this movie, I don't know which of the people smoke. Chris, what do you feel like? Um, I would say, you know, to me, a stony indica, be dumb, because this is dumb and fun. Yeah, this is a fun one. Not a snoozer, so maybe like a indica hybrid, because you want to be awake, but you want to have a good time, you know? Laugh a little. That's true. It's, it's a quick 84 minutes, and there are laughs. There are some cool shots. There's, like, actual cinematography mm-hmm. in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, this is not just shot like some bullshit throwaway 80s B-movie, even though it kind of is. Yeah, uh, whatever. <laughs> but, yeah, there's art to it. There's a little bit of art to it. So, yeah, maybe a, an indica hybrid. So you can be a little dumb, but, like, be able to appreciate some of the nuances in the filmmaking. Because despite the fact that this is a horror sequel, there are some nuances in this. Yeah, y'all, and it's just good. It's fun. It's good and fun. Yeah, we, you know, I just smoked a big blunt, so I'm going. Yeah, I need to get Taco Bell, so I gotta go. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, stay scared and stay high and smoke a lot of blunts. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Queer Horror High. Damn, that shit's good.